0: We got the words today. In and up in New York City. Where I had my first
1: job. So we're all free. Conscious One, said, uh, one time for you your mind. Master.
0: Forever for the culture. Let's go. He said, Let's go. What it do. This is Bridging the Gap, Conscious and Breathing. It's the Kid, LT 112, Black Love. And today, Georgetown. Cause I'm taking him to school, baby. Let's get it. Talk your shit.
2: Hey, what it is, what it was, what it do, what it does. It's your boy Dutch, aka the Eastern Representative 804. Bungalow,
1: get low. Let's go. Air, air, it's the K word. You know what it is, man. Oh, that's what W double O always ends with the D 804. Stand up, whole VA stand up, whole world stand up. Last day of Black History Month. Throw that fist up real quick. Woo. What say it
0: loud? Let's, let's get it. Go then. Black
1: History man. Black History Lifetime. Straight
0: Yo, up, forever. every day is Black History. What it do, man? How y'all feel, man? Good, good.
2: Hey, man, I'm confused. Confused? I'm confused. If you're from Virginia, this weather is confusing as fuck. Yo, shit is wild. You could have, you could wear a t-shirt, a hoodie, a parka. And a bubble coat all in the same goddamn day. Yeah, God, this shit is
0: weird, bro. It's Hunger Games out here, yo. This shit is goddamn like the Powerball numbers. It's 45, 82, 76, 25. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm 45 47. <laughs> this, this shit is crazy. Like you leave out in the morning with the heat on full
2: blast. You come home in the evening with the air conditioner on full blast, and you go to bed in the
1: back with a blanket and the window up. <laughs> you
0: don't you know when to so be. You walk around Richmond in a
1: cold sweat. For no reason, this <laughs> <and> shit. You got no hoodie, no pair of shorts, and a skull cap. What you wear? You got no sandals on the skull <laughs> Yo,
0: hold your head, yo. It's wild out here. That's what we do, though. We If you're here, you know what it's like. You already know. Hey man, I feel good. How y'all feel is doing? How everything man, been going? It's, it's a blessing, man. I still feel, I still feel good, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here. You know, I'm glad to, to spread this, this love and this thing that we got going on is beautiful, man. Hey,
2: I'm gonna say this. Since we um, checked the page, we put out the pictures of the hoodie, and um, we got a lot of love
0: off of it. People is, is liking it. Well no, I mean, I mean, they loving it. They, it's 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 dope. Straight up. And then and I'm glad you brought that up because um we're gonna go ahead and announce our, our winner. You Ooh, know, I, I've chosen one. Okay. And I okay. think um Leticia Curry. That's I let love her know that she's got a, she's a, a day one supporter, somebody who knows all of us. Um, you know, you got I got your size now, I reached out to her. So we're gonna have her her, her shirt. It's coming soon. We looking for, it, but we are not paying for
1: packaging the send it. We going to pull up, <laughs> pull up. We drive off, bro. He said she gonna have to pull up. <laughs> she gonna have to pull up, but we are gonna have to pull up on her. So. Yeah, up, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. <laughs> pull up on me.
2: That's what's up. On top of that, we gonna we gonna um, we slowly gonna get into the merch, but the merch is not for 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 monetary values to just to get the product out to get the name out we're going to do some different variations of it but we just do we love the support we love y'all for supporting
0: us absolutely absolutely all day so what uh, y'all man. got
2: what you what you want to do y'all want to do a segment y'all want, what y'all want y'all want to talk a little bit y'all want to kick it like i'm sure people are tired of seeing it even though it's real, real news, Ukraine and Russia, we don't need to
0: do that. They can yeah. tell them I'm going to mean, I'm that. A, I'm gonna hit that in a buzzer beater. So, um, okay. Yeah, so whatever y'all want to do. Oh, oh yeah. Like, Let like, y'all know. we it's ready to beater, Yeah, this, this program right now. You know, <laughs> know, they say the revolution will not be televised, but it's damn sure <laughs> they didn't say audio. So, yeah, we <laughs> in here. We heard that soon. Let's give me a segment then. No, yeah, come on, Segment King. Hey, this one time. Oh, y'all niggas ain't have one <laughs> over there? I mean, I, you know, know my, my, my topic is a segment, so I'm going to save it.
2: I'm
1: okay, going
2: to save well, mine. Let's get into a little something. Let's get it. You know what we do here. We come here for um spiritual debate, for talk. You know, we all have our own good opinions in our own mind. I'm going to take you dudes out your element a little bit. Just a little bit. We like it. I got a segment called Master Debaters. <laughs> okay. Don't don't get too excited, master <laughs> debaters. What this is, I want to throw a couple of a couple of topics to you, and I want y'all to debate them. Get a minute, minute, thirty seconds to to pose your side on it. Okay. Right. But this is the kicker. I'm going to choose what side y'all going to be on about it. Okay. I want to see. You know. Yeah. Let's get into your let into your mental bag. Let's get into your Yeah. Let's get into your um freshman year of college debate class. Okay. Right. Let's go. So, so hey, we we go. I got a couple of different George, brother. What up? Double O. Let's go. I know you can be a little long winded sometimes. We're going to time we we, this. We're breaking it down. We're going to keep it. This is. You got a minute? To yes. a Second thirty seconds. To the to. Give what you think about this to yeah. give your opinion on it mm-hmm. in, in, in the way that it was supposed to get. So the first topic, we're going to go with this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the topic I'm going to tell you what size y'all are. I'm going to flip the corner first, but to make it better, I'm going I'm to give you the side I think y'all probably would not take.
0: I like that. Okay. <laughs> so
2: the first topic is black men is the backbone of the family or black women are the backbone of the family. Well, that want you to take the side of black women are the backbone of the family. Once twelve, I want you to take the side of that black men are the
0: backbone I'm of the no family. No longer black love. <laughs> Alter ego initiate. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, get
2: it. For the will alternate. For the first one, you tell us why black men are the backbone of Easy. the family. I,
0: I'll tell you why black men are are the backbone. Is because First of all, in, a, in an ideal marriage, the man is known as the head, right? He's known as the head of the household, and the woman is known as she's the support. She's the neck, right? She supports the head, right? So that's that's like a biblical, you know, version of what the union is supposed to be. So with that being said, the man is the head of the household, and you can see the damage that's being done without that head of the household in in the union right all the all the the growing up without the father or without the the dad being around or without the head of the household so to speak without being around it makes drastic changes mostly negatively or for the worse of the household when people talk about growing up without that yeah they make do and yes they do without but there's always that there's always that resentment right there's always that oh but i did this in spite of or i do this because i didn't have and I think that head of the household is so so, it's so it's important because, like I said, the body tilts without the head, right? And without the head, the body can't move. So I feel like, yeah, black man, we the head of the household, man. Okay, okay. All right,
1: double O. <laughs> Let's go Uh um, Black woman, uh, the black. backbone of the family. This one was easy because he gave up when he said it when he started his debate, this is easy. Because he said, head. And your question was, backbone. Mm. This, do I? I don't care, Mm. head, backbone. The backbone is what supports Mm. the head. Mm. I won this one without, man, this I started dancing when I heard him start talking. Man, I did the whole money dance, I did my money dance (laughs) when I started talking. It was easy. The head, the head, the head. A head without a spine is Mm. nothing. Not functional. It's not functional. All your all the nerves come through the spine. Get him, W. Come on, man. This was easy. This layup. This layup line layup. Easy one. You got to give me a harder one than that one. Come on, man. Okay, okay. (laughs) I'm gonna say you you danced around a lot, but you you nailed it in the first 15 seconds. (laughs) You nailed it. You
2: hit me with a haymaker. Yeah, my thinking was. The male is, when you look at them old traditional houses, that long beam that hold the whole wall up, the whole ceiling up, that's the mm. male. Mm. But that shit don't do nothing without them support mm. them Support beams, that that's the female. Right. That's that shit that, that makes that big, strong beam worth being mm-hmm. that big, strong beam. It's holding the roof up, but it ain't shit if it ain't got that support beam to keep it in place. That foundation. But hey, I gotta get up one double low. I gotta get a
0: double low. <laughs> okay, okay. The OG starts. And he did take his whole minute in the I, I ain't like that. That, that. that might be a <laughs> first. He straight slatey. That might be a first. Yeah, one. my man knocked me out in the first round. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. fury out this jump.
2: The next one. Let's see. Let's go a little a different a different way. Ooh, I don't know. If a married man has a side chick and he leaves his wife and marries the side chick. Who does that reflect more negatively on? The husband who left his wife for the side chick or the side chick who stepped with a married man and then ended up marrying him after she pulled the phone? 112, you take the side of the side chick. Damn it! (laughs) Being the... We have the one that is the bigger in the porch. Like, he gets all the easy.
0: <laughs> that comes off better. This nigga got me fighting with one hand.
2: Wood, <laughs> you take the side of the married man that leads his wife for the side chick as being in a better position, looking favorable on. Okay. And we gonna uh, start off with
1: Wood on this one. Um, so the married dude who leads his wife and goes to the side chick. Why does he come off looking better? He looks better because he has made up his mind as to what he wants and who he wants to grow with. Just because you're married to someone, just because Mm -hmm. you committed a certain amount of time to them Mm -hmm. or a certain amount of love to them, people grow. So if you grow, and my side chick is what I can see, and my side chick is growth also. We're on the same plateau of growth, same mind state of, we're going to grow together. It's hard for me to drag somebody that don't want to grow. We all, Y'all all watched that Power's show? Y'all all seen how he tried to get out, and his wife kept keeping him in. You're going to be the biggest drug dealer in New York. He wanted to be a club owner and turn legit. People weren't mad at him for doing this, though it's on the show. People weren't mad at him for doing this because he's tried to get out. If growth is your thing, and you see somebody, you find someone else who's trying to grow with you, Sometimes
0: you gotta call a time out, serve somebody out, and serve somebody in. Yeah. Hey man, take that man He on PEDs today. He on performance enhanced. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, you though, because really he ain't he ain't winning this one. Okay. I'm about okay. to use the fact that when he just now knocked me down, <laughs> let's go. I'm about to use that as fuel to win the fight. Go ahead. And here it go. Because if the side chick becomes a wife and then that marriage is successful, I'm gonna tell you why she shouldn't be looked at as negatively right that's my that's my yeah. angle right? right the reason is because we just said the head can't move without the support can't move without the neck right yeah he may have grown but who's going to help him grow but his partner who now is his partner right like you can't move without that support and i feel like if this is better support she shouldn't be looked at as negatively because now she's helping him grow mm-hmm. in the way he needs to grow. And he saw that. So, yeah, I feel like the female now, it's a, bigger, it's a bigger up to her as coming from side chick to wife now because you broke woman code, which we also talked about before. We talked about man code. Woman code is you don't mess with a married man, right? The reason why you don't mess with her is because she has support. She supports her husband no matter what. But now you took over that role and did it better than the previous one. And that's the reason why I feel like the man should be looked at more negatively than the female. That
2: was a, that was a good one. That was a good one. And I see what you did. Ding. I see
1: what you did. <laughs> Oh, he can come back for it. He can come back I, for I a round. You got to take a round off here once in a while.
2: You're oh, oh. to take a round off. Unfortunately, I don't feel like you took a round off. <laughs> like, I, I, look. Uh, yeah, y'all, that what you got? Uh, who won the round? Who won the round? Uh, come on, Ralph. Hey, I'm listening. I'm going back. I'm, I'm...
0: That's got to that be the good. hardest part. I'm a, I'm a, a, a judge. I'm going to go with wood, though. Unfortunately, it, make, it makes sense. I though. feel like mm-hmm. you made a good argument. It makes sense. I feel, but
2: what he said—the growth, yeah. the whole—if they're not going with you, if this nigga didn't even watch Power, We didn't even like Power. But, but the, yeah. like, <laughs> but the, he the used a game analogy. was spot on. It was. Ghost it was wanted powerful. to get out of the game. Damn it, I'm mean, a female judge. Like, yeah,
0: just <laughs> <shit is> sexist. <laughs>
2: Master, it's crazy. How
0: come they feel film Biggie and Tupac? <laughs> OJ got arrested next day. The Simpson can't rap. I need justice.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, I will say this one. For Let's jump into a good one. Let's jump because we were just talking about this one.
0: Mm. I
2: don't know who am I saying what, but this is the topic. Steph Curry
0: mm-hmm.
2: had a bigger impact on the NBA than Deion Sanders had on the NFL. Or vice versa. Deion Sanders had a bigger impact on the NFL than Steph Curry had in the NBA. Am I Steph or am I Deion? I'm going to give you Steph. I'm going to give you Deion. Because you're the basketball dude. Yes,
0: I'm so, glad. So, I'm glad. Because I'm winning.
2: And You went first. So you Who let us know. You tell us why Dion had a I'm bigger saying? impact. on I'm gonna tell field. you
0: why Dion had a bigger impact in the NFL and stuff. Make it good. Okay. You bet. Dion has revolutionized the game of football because he became multi-purposeful. Right? He's a defensive player, but he also is second. Now, just look at this. He's second in touchdown, non-offensive touchdowns. That means returns and defensive taking it back to the house, right? People fear Dion on a level so bad that one side of the field was literally <laughs> shut down when he was playing, Dang. right? Not sure. only that, but you couldn't even punt him the ball. Dang. You When you punt it, you had to punt out of bounds. That was invented because of Dion Sanders. Message. He's one of the fastest mm-hmm. people ever to play the game. This man is – the rumors are true that he showed up to the combine – ran the 40 yard dash, ran the fastest time that's ever been done in the combine, got in the limo and left. And still was drafted high because he's Dion Sanders. He's a he's a prime time player that never you just can never take him for granted. And I think Dion is above Steph because even though Steph is so great and has those rings, Russell Westbrook now is having one of the worst years of his career. He has a higher field goal percentage than Steph Curry right now this season. His is 43-something, Steph's is 42-8. Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook has a higher field goal percentage than Steph Curry this season. And that just shows you that efficiency matters, and Dion is more important. What, what you got? What yeah. you got, though,
2: bro? Why
0: you keep giving me these layups?
2: This You, you layup missed miss some stuff. This is a layup this line is. right here. Come on, man. Line? Come
1: on. Why is this layup line? It's easy money on the layup line. Stop made it so that if you're under six, under six three, you can still get the NBA. Allen Iverson, Nate Robinson, come on, bro, Muncie Bolts, you name, well, well, Bowles. Well, you name well, three. You can keep well, going. You can name. You can name a whole bunch of people that were in this before steps. Before steps. Talk to the witness. Just talk to. Just come <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, usually, if you're a basketball player and you can't dunk, by middle school, high school. It's, hard. it's going to be hard to get in the NBA, unless you're Caucasian and you can shoot the lights out. <clears throat> All of us have been on the basketball court before and heard this. Shoot them, that means you better get up on them. Steph has made it the game so that you have to pick them up a half. If you don't pick them up at half, it's a bucket. Steph also changed the game period, so that they thought about, there's real talks about them moving the three-point line back or adding a four-point line or spot, because this is too easy. These are layups, These three-pointers are layups, and the way he changed the game was, he didn't do it by dunks. He didn't do it, it, you can count on one hand how many times he talks shit. He ain't braggadocious. He ain't all, all out there. He's not tatted up. He's, doesn't have okay. You can be a pretty boy, the smallest person on the court, and still dominate. I'm gonna just say, I'm a little
2: disappointed in both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> keep it real. I'm, a, I'm keep it real. Y'all, 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 give yeah, us what dad. we miss first. DI revolutionized the marketing aspect of the game. True. the whole the whole name the primetime. the, the prime time I mentioned the, the flashy shoes no nah, not the whole the monetary value he made it he was the highest paid defensive player he made it so he got his money on top of that like
1: on you you did that's the whole true. who else got two football it. shoes You're but that's what i'm sneakers. saying like
0: he,
1: <laughs> he sort of when been. I
0: said he, he literally went to the combine and, and ran a 40, y'all don't understand what that means. No, but y'all don't understand what that means. Like, players thought that the that the combine was everything to getting drafted. He showed the fact that, no, I'm that nigga. I can literally show up and show you I'm worth everything. And he still got picked. They blasted him for that. I don't know if you paid attention, but in the media they said, all he did was run a 40. He's not going to get drafted high. The Falcons said, hell No. Nah. The we guy, want that dude. Was but, yeah. like,
2: right. You you touched on that, but like that's getting like, he, your money. He changed the whole monitor about and then to go outside of what he's doing now with the HBCUs, the coaching, like his legacy is still making an impact. Like it was yeah, but you can't like, do
0: that without being the player. And I think, think that's mean, why was he, was he was Willie beaming He was Willie Beeman of the NFL. He was. It was, and then with Steph Curry, he didn't just
2: he didn't, He's been taking the game by storm. Like, analytics is real now. Like, they count that three pointer. Like, because of what he did, they didn't change the whole culture aspect of it. But yeah. you touched on it. But I'm going to go ahead and give I'm gonna give this one to 112. I'm going to give this one to 112. Not, not but you missed. You did, you did miss a little bit. Yeah, I, I get you.
0: He the way that he stuff. he was like the Iverson of the NFL.
1: Yeah, he, he was big. He I was big. I get it. That was Fulton County was his house. Yeah. I went to that dome and saw him and that was his house. Facts. I'm gonna do two
2: more. Two more. We got a couple more. We can do two more. Um all kids at the age of 16 should work a part-time or summer job. Or if we got it, my child don't need to work. A summer job at 16. He got his whole life to work. I want you to take the side of a child of 16 should have a summer or part-time job okay. at some point. Okay. And I want you to take the job of, if we're not hurting for it, then they don't need to work. They got their whole life to work. Who started the last one off? One twelve. 12. So you started
1: off with? Get right? up. So I got, uh, my child needs to work at 16. Uh, I think part of why a child should have a job at 16 is, in one portion, inactivity often leads to bad options or bad choices because you have so much time on your hands, you're eventually going to make a bad decision. Um, So having them put them in a workforce also shows them some type of structure. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, it shows it gives them the value of a dollar, and we've discussed that many times. So you got it. you have so many positives to having your child have a summer job, or having a sixteen year old have a summer job or a part time job after school. Um, the pride it also is a pride level to know that I paid one hundred and sixty dollars for these shoes, but I also had to go to work five, six, seven days wait for my paycheck, save my paycheck, not spend it on this, and go get these pair of shoes. So when you step on them, now you know why black people are so
0: mad when you step on their shoes. Okay, okay,
2: okay. All right, I am let's
0: go for the knockout. Let's go. Let's Here go we go. On. This is why your kid doesn't have to necessarily work at 16, because it's not about the money, right? When you, when we talked about college education and how, how much It's overpriced and everything. The best thing that you get from college education is being an intern, where half the time you work for free. So my thing is, with a 16-year-old, you should get them in the industry that they want and make them shadow for free. And the reason why is because if you don't love the job, if you're not passionate about it, that's not the market you should be in. And the reason why I think it's important to do that. Is because you learn early, if I don't want my boss's job, if I don't want to be the leader, this is not what I'm going to continue to be in in life, right? So I feel like that's the reason why, no, you don't have to necessarily work for the money, but you do need to decide if this is what you want to do. So you should volunteer your free time to do it and not get paid because if you don't love it, then you don't need to pursue it because now you're going to spend thousands of dollars on an education that's something that you may not use. And we've been there before. So my thing is, no, get the experience. Don't necessarily work, but shadow somebody to know if that's what you really want to do. Because we all know once your passion is behind it, you can go way up the ladder, right? You can't become a leader to something that you don't want. We've all been in the job where we want to work. We want to get our money, but we don't want to be the leader. Yeah, we don't yeah, want to be the supervisor. That's 90
2: seconds. You, you're around the real I hate you for this shit. <laughs> I had to do it. I hate you for this shit because you know my head is set <laughs> <exactly laughs> where you are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I 100 What you said, we know I that 100% you. agreeable would, <laughs> mm-hmm. but your argument was beautiful. <laughs> your argument I mean, was beautiful. It. You said, if you don't want your boss's job, then that's not the feel you should that's be. That's what in. they said.
0: Woo! That's real, shit. That, real shit. that hurt me. That hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt me. That
1: hit you low. <laughs> that, that hit me low. That hit me low. That hit me
2: hard. I'm coming for the gusto. I I, I, I have to get that one to one twenty. Cause you changed my opinion. I'm, I'm sure.
0: going out swinging. <laughs> oh, we two two. Ooh. Part of that statement is going out. I'm rocking <laughs> Balboa, and my wife's name happens to be Adrian. <laughs> Yo, I'm mad at that shit. You actually changed my
2: opinion on that. Like, you really did. That's what you did. You like, like <laughs> right. opened <over> my mouth. <laughs> I feel
0: you. Bridge yeah. the gap. Bridge the gap. Bridge of the gap. That's what's up. That's a beautiful story. Last, one, right there,
1: me, last man. one I
2: got. Last one, two. And I go last on this one. All right. I'm going to give y'all a choice. It's going to be perfect time. I'm going to give y'all a choice. Yeah, a
1: choice against the thing. Get it to get it. You don't want a choice? I'm nah, just sure. nah, us get it to it. You got one? You got two left? Give me the best one. Now this the one. Right. This the last one. This is the last one, right? Okay.
2: Slavery, their worst damage to the black family, or drugs? did the worst damage to the black family. Hmm. I'm gonna give you slavery. That's of worst yeah, that. No, nah, that's because you know about nah, it. No, nah, that's because-
0: Because I'm the history the <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it'll be easy, because you have seen some stuff. Okay. You ain't seen slavery. No. But you just seen some other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give
0: you- He gonna give me drugs, because I'm the history I'm gonna king.
2: Give drugs
0: destroy the black family more. Okay. Who And I think I got to go first, right? Yeah. yeah okay, no. this is why drugs messed us up, bro. It wasn't the fact that what it did to the, the addict versus what it did to the family structure, right? We just talked about the family structure, right, and why the support system, he said, you, you gave him the round of why the women wins, right? Well, a lot of times, not only did women get addicted a lot. Mm-hmm they got addicted with no male in the household so you already took away one of us by introducing drugs to the black family because you introduced the male was either out there doing it either got locked up or killed and then the female got addicted so now you took away both vital parts of the black family and i think that's why drugs is more is is more detrimental than slavery to the black family because now you took out both that you took out both partners, you took out both support being in the head of the house, mm. and that's what I got. Okay, so that's sweet. do on all the
2: topics I was thinking though. Double O. Get them.
1: And what did be? Let's do. Yeah. It. All right, slavery. Slavery. So you didn't tell me. Drugs are worse than actually taking away your culture, your language, your religion, your aunts, uncles, your tribe, your children, raping your mother, watching your wife get raped, working for free, uh, giving you a new religion, giving you a new language, and giving you a whole name, whole last name, whole new name. Your name was Akbar Omar. But I'm going to take you to south side. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to rape your wife in front of you. I'm going to take your kids, and I'm sell them off. And somehow you think that drugs was worse than that. Hmm. I don't know what got you, what, how what big you that bridge is, but my god, slavery. they' just, hey, look, can come back with this.
0: All right, that's a bet
1: let's go. all right we back bro let's we're, get it we're back up. Okay. finish it finish it off who
2: won that round bro that was fine I'll tell you what so formulating these questions like I said I kind of knew what stance y'all would take I tried to put y'all on the opposite stance yeah I also had in my mind a thought of what I wanted y'all to touch on for. Him. like the Dion stuff period joint the slavery joint when I gave when I formulated this question I was all for drugs was the biggest, um, the biggest detriment to the black family, right? Because niggas were still getting married in slavery; they were still yeah, having a family. That's true. Mm-hmm. But this nigga painted a picture, like mm-hmm. when well, he just rambled off the
0: was, all the negative with that slavery. It hit he my soul.
2: It, like, yeah, it hit, and the main
1: thing, cry, cry, baby, legit,
0: yo, <laughs> okay,
2: so that? A little hair ride.
1: <laughs> You took my
0: religion. You took my life from me? Yeah, you took my name, though. You raped
2: my wife in front of me and shit my kid like that. Yeah.
0: That shit was like yeah. watching Twelve Years of Slave. <laughs> that shit like legit. It was yeah. like Bruce.
2: Yeah. yeah, I gave I gave the third, name's Toby. I, I gave the last
0: one award wood. Yeah, even though I had a different stance. Nah, nah, he won that. Like, he did it in the under a minute and yeah. thirty I, seconds. I knew he was going to win once I heard his argument. It was like when you go at the end of the boxing match and. They about to raise a hand and you like, get off me! Bro. I know I, I got my ass beat. <laughs> That's how I feel about this. Get your hands off me! bro. That was, that was good. That was love. Yeah,
2: that, that was dope, love. man. So you was the, you was the masturbator.
1: i mean, a master. This <laughs> man just called me a master. He well, did. you know,
2: we sure this, this new time of age, we shorten sure everything. Like I said, the whole master
0: thing. On that note, shout out to our sponsor. Man. Go ahead and go ahead and shout the sponsor. Yeah, the
1: sponsor, sponsor. Uh, day is Bullet Bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, aged in a barrel, which is their family tradition. Only ninety proof. Bullet
0: bourbon not only. Not proof, but yo, I'm going to tell you what, four ninety proof. A lot of times when they get up there like that, they're not as smooth as this is. Yeah, is. This is a smooth joint, and it's it it's, it's definitely one of my. I would say the top five yeah. of 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 our favorites. Yeah. First I like of all,
2: we we've only done um whiskeys, bourbons, and one cognac, and that's because we stick it with brown because it's one um. One sense of focus in this room.
0: It fits our vibe.
2: We, yeah. mm-hmm. We're all brown in this room. And we're all laid back. Absolutely. And we've been hitting this off. I, I, I like the bullet. I like the bullet. It's definitely in the top five. That blacker we black, had. black Blacken. black? blacker or a blackened? Blackened. Blackened. Blackened yeah. was excellent. I blackened
0: like was excellent.
1: Last week. Nearest was excellent. Nearest. Yes, nearest. nearest. Top. Talk
2: about, well, not black owned, but centered around a black man. It's
0: is it black that, on? Yeah, it, it is. Marissa it is black Marissa's on. on. I, did, I did the same. Yeah. Marissa's I did the same. Marissa's and trying to find another one. Yeah, it. me yeah. too. It is black on. But, like, yeah, man, even your story sold it to me. Before it even, yeah. I tasted it. I was like, <laughs> this so, is good. A black man made this shit. Like, yeah, it <laughs> got us. And then oh, cool. on top of that, the product proves itself. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. that was number
2: one for me. The black one was great. The angels' envy was great. This bullet really is really good.
1: Weird. Huh?
2: We, we, had had energy. Energy. we had angels in me. No, we had angels in me. We did. Who
1: brought it? Who brought it? You well, that? You had to One of y'all two. I, well, I, I was supposed to bring it, but I, I, I didn't just, bring it. I
2: just threw bottles of angel in away like three weeks ago. I wouldn't have bought that. <laughs> 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 one of y'all bought that. We have that. That was your, your old bottle.
1: bottle day for your birthday, bro.
0: That's <laughs> for the Oh, movie. that's what <laughs> I
1: Dude who say nobody gets anything with uh-huh. This is why I don't give them nothing. It'd be your own name. i remember throwing a the bottle away. Yeah, i
0: like, right? that shit was good. And your birthday had like towards the end of the year, right?
1: Or like it's August. It's, it's, it's August. August. It's
0: like, OK, that's what I thought. because yeah, I gave it to him in the draft. Yeah. That's where it came from. <laughs> yeah. That shit was good, bro. Well, at least he was like, he won't lie. Okay. He didn't buy it. But he <laughs> forgot what You I got it. but it. So it. So it was,
2: was right. a whiskey or bourbon. I thought, and I, it was in here, and I thought everybody so that's dope. Next <laughs> week is my week. I'm an unofficial, official sponsor. Next week, we get Angel's envy. I'm gonna go get it tomorrow when I
0: get off. All right, that I had something in the store. That's a that's day. And I'm plotting on my journey. I might have to order now. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> that's, that's
2: a All right, let's get into these
1: segments. It's Topic go. Let's topics, go topics. I got it's a bunch so. of topics that I want to run past you guys. Um, oh. but no, like you said, don't run past pick one. Uh, yeah, picking, you only get one, one, bro. I'm picking one right now. All right. It's tough. All right. I'm going to lighten the load a little bit. Yeah, do same, that. Because I'm coming real. Okay. Mm. Scenario.
0: Okay. The overnight right. scenario. Scenario. I like it already. Your homeboy
1: calls you says, you know, you haven't been out in a minute. Uh-huh. He's telling the truth. You haven't been out in about a year, year and a half. You ain't been doing that. He, You're not a club guy. That's fine. So he says, come hang out with me. You go hang out with him. Mm-hmm. You get home around 2.33ish. Significant other is angry.
0: Super angry. Mm-hmm. How
1: do you apologize? Oh, I've been there before.
0: We've all been there before. Yeah, say, I I'll go first on that How do you because apologize? I think I'm, I'm the young, mm-hmm. being the youngest. Okay. I think I can relate more often because <laughs> when I came home, it was not two thirty. Let's be real. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, I think my my wife's thing is as long as I come home, as long as I come home sometime during the night, and I think that's the part that let. Answered a question that D-Barry asked um, earlier in another episode. He asked, like, what's the one thing your spouse has done that lets you know she really loves you, right? Like, I didn't understand until she had explained it in her own words that it's not that I didn't come home and I wasn't there, like, so that she could enjoy my company. It was the fact that she was worried about me and didn't have the contact with me, right? Like, that that's the part that really hit home for me is that, like, my phone was dying and my phone died. And I, she did, literally didn't hear from me. And I think that was the part her, she literally was worried like, what if something happened to him? Like, and, and what that means. And mm-hmm. I think that's the part that really hit home for me. That was like, oh damn, like we're married. Like, it's not like a, we just go together type of thing. It's like that we're in intertwined and I'm the head of the household mm-hmm. of our family. And if I don't come home, that's huge for her right like that changes her entire dynamic and i think that's the thing that really hit home for me was like okay well now that she explained it to me i know how to make it up because i have to not only show her that i understand her that i understand her premise on that but i have to go a step further and show her well if i'm the head of the household she's the neck she's the support so um, i gotta go i gotta go all out on that on that like y'all so know me y- yeah y'all know black love i i gotta <laughs> take it date night plus one so i think oh, yeah. usually with date night we usually go somewhere local um we find a nice little vibe it's cool for us we dress up we do our thing we go out we splurge a little bit um we do we have that once a week but for me i think my plus one i gotta change i gotta change the area code That's for me. Like, I feel like to make up for that, I got to get us a hotel somewhere, Mm. go stay somewhere, and I got to provide, right? Like, I got to be like, okay, everything's on me. I'm going to go ahead and get you these flowers. I'm going to go ahead and pick out your outfit and say, hey, we're about to go out (laughs) straight up. Like, you got to come up off that. (laughs) Now, you've already, you just explained my value to you. So now I have to show you what your value is to me, and okay. I think that's that's what I'm doing. I'm changing the area code and I'm taking you a date night plus one. Like we about to get it in and I'm about to show you who you are. Okay. Ooh, guys, I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna dig into my um uh, my wood bag and get <laughs> a story before. It. Okay. So my wife has always been like kind of my my ride of Like if I go out, you can go out. Like, it was time for work, and we would know we would go out, and maybe eight, nine females, me would, and I'd be want <laughs> to have my spouse with me. <laughs> like, I have my spouse with the yeah. bitch and she got to the like, nigga, I'm not gonna keep being the third, like, the only, like, like I don't trust you going My like, wife has been there. You, go do you. I yeah. don't fucking need to go be the only spouse right. there. Like, I'm the clingy bitch. Right. Because she'd be like, I'm not that. Like, Yeah. She would be that. So, last why i went out one time and this is my thing everybody i'm a drinker i like to drink i like to drink socially i like to drink when I go out we had particularly went out one time i was short pump i was drinking or whatever apparently she had put out the apb beforehand to some people maybe that i was with that she do or whatever the case may i don't know what the fuck happened but we all left oh far short pump and everybody dapped up it was like maybe eight nine females two maybe three at the most males. I'm sure it's probably only two men would, <laughs> We leave there, everybody, I dab up, hug out. Mm-hmm. I, d- I drive. I feel like I'm on an episode of Power Book because I need to get gas. Mm-hmm. I feel like lights are following me. I pull into the, the Wawa's on Shore Pump. I like four cars pull behind me. I'm the only one that live in East End. Right. So I'm like, I get it, man. like, it's motherfuckers who I just love. Everybody pulls in the wall behind me. I don't want to get guys. So what the fuck is going on? We were told to make sure
1: you get on straight. (laughs) By (laughs) the way, That's gangster. We ain't letting you. We got to make sure you get on straight. These are females.
2: That's gangster. I don't know how to. It was at that that point. I realized when I go out, I check in. (laughs) Straight up. I'm here. You know. Not because not because I'm packed or I feel like because like you said, like I'm the household like I'm part right. of this household, like I'm a significant figure, like she is, and I just want you to know if you're not with me, okay I may be here safe. And then it's like hey, I'm about to leave. So all
0: your free man, female friends were on board with that. Yo. Yo, check this out. I'll Siri take- play real friends by Kanye <laughs> Real for- friends. What a- I got all these people follow me. How many of us? How many of us? How Apparently, many have them? They
2: on the an assignment and they do it. it was like they saw this nigga. That's gay. You know, so how do you apologize when you So get, when I do out I'm like like at this point of the stage of my marriage, like mm-hmm. she know I'm gonna be late. Like I'm not just gonna pop up at four in the morning. Like like you know we all get that free time like hey I should be back by like 12 one. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but I'm not gonna just come in at five in the morning. She gonna know why. Like she gonna know it too. Baby, I'm not here, but you know. Yeah. But the, even even then, I don't have to make up for the fact that you know I was gone all night or I was going to three in the morning or whatever. So uh, I'm gonna do like a nice dinner, like even I'm gonna cook your dinner, or whatever the case. I'm gonna give you your time the next day. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't have to go to the extreme, you know, getting out of the air code. We ten years in, right? But I have to match the time I spent out or away from mm-hmm. you with the time I'm gonna spend. Why with are you ha- Why Why you hung over? Well, I'm going uh-huh. over hurting
0: with the fall off. Hey, like, yeah. I'm not actually going to call You got to take all them body shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm going to take all them. I'm, I'm I'm sitting here cooking this food while I'm calling her Earl. <laughs> Straight up. But I'm going to make you some shrimp and grits. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Something like, I'm going to spend some this guys. time that's that I was up. gone, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it up, and I'm going to spend that same amount of time
1: with you. Respectfully. Yeah, I'm going to just walk in and say, hey, you home. That was you. That's a, that's just at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. Nah, I'm gonna wait till the next day.
0: 4 oh, in the morning the pan kick out. Let's
1: <laughs> <That's> go. <good. laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just going nah, yeah, to I Want something eat?
0: Get him wood. You down? Okay.
1: Hey, what you about to do right now? Come on in. Let's go in. What? Nah, come on. Let's go. Oh, you said you wanted this. Right, I already wanted that joint. It's already out of the way. I don't know not that joint. Drunk as a bitch. I'm drunk as a bitch laying in the bed. Like, Damn, she
0: did. So she to Ooh. So you thinking of her at the time where you should be apologizing. Yes. So she already knows. She don't got to say nothing to you to know that she mad. Right. I know you're mad. That's an the yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that? OG right there. You
1: hit it with the pretty woman. Hell yeah. That's an OG right there. I know you're mad before I walked in the door because I said I was going to be home about two and I came home about four fast. <laughs> Sam. 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 And so, a so
2: woman, they don't understand how that happens when they do. Like, we could be in a pocket right. for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, all right, nigga, I'm about to be gone. And then you start chopping up and laughing and talking some
0: more. And this, 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 and then 11 o'clock turns to 2.30 real easy. I think Kevin Hart explained it the best when he talked about the difference between how when men go out and women go out. But he was like, pretty, yeah, my wife was it. like, what y'all about to do? I don't know. We just going to meet up and decide where we going. I don't know. She was like, well, y'all going to eat?
2: I don't, know. I don't know.
0: I hope so because I'm hungry, but I don't know where we're <laughs> going. Who else be there?
2: We just, I don't know. We I don't know. know. Whoever come out, step out. They're <laughs> going to
0: be there. She said, okay, well, what time are you coming home? I don't know because I don't even know what we're doing. So it just depends. It, that that's the type yeah. of shit we don't plan shit women yeah. are planners yeah we don't plan things we just make it happen we're going to Cooper Hall.
2: we're going to order a photo right. we're going to all get two appetizers we're going to share it between the four of us then we're going to order the food and then after we order the food we're going to like and then like, niggas be like hey what you doing tomorrow yeah let's no. get up Word. that's
1: what's up
0: yeah, you ain't saying nothing. Yeah, we're gonna meet at this Home Depot parking lot <laughs> and then we're gonna find out where we go on from there. Yeah, we're gonna forget about out. We are, we are planners because
1: some, somebody might say, Hey, let's go shoot some pool. And then next thing you know, you're in a pool hall and you got a, a pitcher of beer, three, four drinks. And while you're shooting pool, somebody's like, Man, you can be me at pool, but you can't be me at darts. Hey, hey, you know, so and so got that banging pizza, right? Yeah, they open a whole arcade. Uh-huh. Over here, polo having to sell a, a Warrensburg. I need <laughs> a yellow polo sweat. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <It>
0: was, <laughs> uh, Straight uh, up, <laughs> go crazy, go stupid. Yeah, <laughs> man, no, and, no, it's, it's not planned. This is that—that what
1: happened. We—that's what happened during the night. We just right. It 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 just tumbled we're, it we're down. We're built in.
0: by a different creed, right? Like women, they. They they have more. I'm gonna break it down. They have more hormones, so they don't want anxiety. So because they don't want anxiety, they plan every single step. With us, we like won't give a damn about anxiety. We just gonna go off of what comes to us. We're built on aggression, right? Like as long as it's not a, we don't have to give any aggression. All right, we for it, whatever. Yeah, that's how that's how we are built on a different creed. That's just the how. That's just how we work. It yeah, awesome. was my thought so cool. I like that one. I like that one. What are we looking like, timekeeper? Uh, I think we good. We good? We good? <laughs> that was random but funny as hell. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep that one in the cup. Uh,
2: Listen, I'll do my next stop. Okay. That's you know, still... It's lighthearted. Yeah. That's, you know, shout out to our sponsors. I hope I asked this one before. <laughs> let's get it, bro. Well, we are. Um, we'll spin it. Let's talk about because we all in careers at this point. You OK. Know, mothers the end all be all career. We're all in our careers at this point. Let's talk about the funnest job you ever had. Hmm. And why and what made that shit so fun. Because we all had jobs. But it was that one shit that's just like, that was my shit. Duh. OK. We all had that one or two. Oh six. six. Who won't go for I can go first. You want to go, go first? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh my God. East End of Representative. Best job ever. I started working at 15. But since I was 15, and for these millennials and stuff who don't know, oh, since shit. I was 15, it was a store on Nine my Road called Video Magic. Mm-hmm. It was a video store. This a is poor man's name. blockbuster. Yeah. 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 It was, like I said, this was in the blockbuster A's or whatever. They had three stores. I used to go in there all the time and be like, hey, can I get a job here? And it's Clara, rest in peace. Love her death. She used to be like, how old are you? You ain't old enough to work here. How old can I be? You gotta be 18. Something. Like, can I get a job here? You ain't old enough to work here. Finally, when I the day I turned 18, I went in there and I asked her like a hundred times. Cause I, I was old enough to drive, I was 16, I had a car, but the only place I could drive was now my road, which literally mm-hmm. was three three miles from miles. Anything on that Marlboro So I would go there all the fucking time. Because everyone wants to be in store. And the 18, she finally said, you keep asking. I give you a job. When I say a video store was the best fucking job Tell ever. <laughs> they had three stores. Mm-hmm. Nine My Road, Williamsburg Road, and Woodman Road. I worked at Nine My Road and the Woodman Road store. I mean, in the Williamsburg Road store. Working there, you got keys to the store. It was only like five, six employees. He mm-hmm. opened or closed. I was 18, so I was in college at this point. So I would close sometime, you know, when I went to school. So we had keys. I worked around the most eclectic group of black men. When mm-hmm. I say players, I swear to God one of them had was a retired pen. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear to God we have had it would be time I would sneak in the store at one o'clock in the morning, open up the store, cut off the alarm, and light me on the back of motherfuckers in the back. Yeah. Get
0: it <laughs> wine
2: <Wild laughs> bottles on the table. Yo. Oh, I say the crowd that came in the store was the most beautiful east end to the fullest beautiful people coming in that joint. I loved it. We used to have ciphers on the sidewalk. Hmm. Then we had I used to have to do drop the money off. I would forget leave that shit in the <laughs> car for two days. That's brilliant. Two gap. money bags in the car. The oh shit, I'm about to
1: get arrested. <laughs> I need to drop this money out. What the fuck am I doing?
2: It's supposed to open up at 10. I get there at 10. 20 with a hangover. It's so a line outside. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers calling. it. But the, this is the one downfall of the so far. The worst. And why you had to be 18 to work there? It's traumatic. Give me
1: a second. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He had to take a drink on that
2: day. Yeah, uh, yeah. We had a, a dog. room. Okay. okay. Adult one was a beautiful thing at points. You had 21, 22 years old having bachelorette parties and coming in with their three bachelorette and beautiful. We don't know nothing about adult films. Can you come help us pick out a film? Or just girl, like just, mm-hmm. it was great. <laughs> but our policy was, because as you know what, videotapes, v- VHSs, they crinkle, they get messed up, they get stuck. So when somebody bring a tape back, like, hey, I just rented Hard three, it got stuck in the middle, it was fucked up for like fifteen minutes. You have to look at it to the point where it messed up, and make sure it was messed up before you give them another free copy. It worked the same in the <laughs> You Yeah, you <to> watch pornos. <laughs> and, and all the all the adult world was not traditional man, female movies. You had some. <laughs> <laughs> some
0: some eat some Steve and Adam, Adam and Steve movies. And the words of push the T, Mr. Me too. <laughs> Yo. And
2: they're like,
0: excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like, this
2: messed up in the middle. Can I get a free rental? And you'd be like, so I supposed to watch this to the point <laughs> just go get your I need
0: a refund, please.
2: Yeah. And on top of that, if any of y'all like it was just like, you know, some hardcore porno people who like into porno, nice. into porno magazine. There was some people hardcore into those mm-hmm. movies. So they would rent them all and wait for the new ones to come out. And then you go to a video store, and, you know, familiar with video store, you know, you won't want to make a whole trip there and then the video be gone. And then like it's not there, like, fuck, I done drove all the way up here, it's not here. So they were called. And there was this one particular dude that had this deep-ass voice. Yes. And he would write the movies down. And he, would sing, and he would write the new movies down that he was looking for instead of driving up, he would call. So he would call, and I'd be like, Video Magic, how can I help you? Yeah, how you doing, dog? This is Do Y'all got a uh, fuck me in my ass, number 12.
0: <laughs> like, I felt so dirty.
2: Like, I felt so dirty. Just listening to this deep boy like it was so dramatic <laughs> <laughs> like the dude had this beef and looks like
1: hey yo i want to hug
2: up on it yo get know, off my phone
1: yeah. bro i want to like, get the fuck <laughs> off
2: my phone like, yo, yeah you have uh put your tongue on my
0: ass
1: totally <laughs> oh i
0: hate
1: this car
0: yo i'm <laughs> dead bro <laughs> I
2: started working there when I was 18 years old. I swear to God I worked there until I was about 29. Okay. I was an adult, graduated college and doing weekend management because this job was so fucking fun. I loved it to this day. If anybody ever remember video magic, give us a shout out. My man, my man who worked there, who works for the Citadel, actually DJed my wedding, taught me how to dress, took me to jerseys, batons, clothes. Like, taught me how to talk to girls, but, Like I, I learned a lot of
0: video magic. Shout out to video be magic. Best job in the world. That's what's up, bro. What's what's up? That's what's up. You you are, yeah. I mean, positive. I might be able to get in, okay, get sorry. in. All right, so my, I think my best job was VCU Cary Street Gym. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to yeah. tell you why, right? So first off, Cary Street Gym open. I don't know if y'all have seen that gym, but or been inside. It's fucking huge. It's three floors, it has a track, it has like four basketball courts, it has two floors of working out, like it's huge. It has a pool on the bottom floor. Mm. When it came out, I got a job as part of the work, what they call work study, right? So if you, you, you could qualify for, to have a job to pay towards your tuition, which was sort of what I did. I had a job before that in the mailroom to help me pay for my tuition. And then I also qualified for work study again at the gym, right? One, it was part of my curriculum because I went to school for exercise science. So I got to learn more towards my degree already, talking about, hey, get into the field you want. Boom. I got to work at the gym. Secondly, socially, I was winning. Think about the type of females that come to the gym. Mm. I was like, bruh. Yeah. So they'd be like, hey, we part of my job as the attendant was to help people with personal training, sign them up for personal training, and to help them with specific things they didn't know how to work in the gym. So can you imagine a college-age girl coming up telling you, yeah, I'm trying to work on my glutes. Show me what I can do. And you have to show them the form of how to do it. And then you have to watch them to make sure they're doing the right and show them how to do it. Not only that, but again, we have four basketball courts.
1: So you can ball you can I played
0: basketball while getting paid. Man. I literally went to the courts to monitor the court. And a lot of them would be like, yo, I know you're that dude around here, but you don't really ball like that. All right, bet. Next teammate, pick me up. I would literally cook people while a whole crowd of people was watching. It was like Rucker Park, but for college. They was just like, I would just one-on-one cook them, and they'd be like, oh, 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 and I did it all day long. So it's not like, you know what I'm saying? They would literally come to the court to get cooked by me, and a whole crowd would stay, and I'm getting paid for people to watch me do it. And it was like, I remember one time, I remember one time when we were playing, like, king of the court, where it's, like, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And if you score, the next person comes up. I ran through 20 niggas who stood up, like, time after time after time. They would, stood, they would come, next person, next person. And I would score. I scored, twenty, like, literally 15 baskets in a row. And they were just like, yo, you can't guard me. It was one of those you can't guard me moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. And before we went viral on social media, it was just like, they were just like, yo, who's who's up next to get cooked? And literally, they were just like, oh, 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 and the next person, oh, and it was just like, I was getting paid to do that. Like, so I felt like that was the best job I ever had, hands down. I'm going
2: to tell you what, the egg man listening to our stories, flash forward 20 years, your dream job was working in the gym, and look at you, and my dream
1: job was working in the video store. <laughs> My, job. My dream job was watching videos. Ain't it and crazy. My dream job was was being physically fit and, <laughs> and working. In the gym. But it's not a dream job. It's a fun. It's You're the most fun job, job yeah, right? And that's fun. what I
0: was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, I just fun, had the most so. fun. But the last topic, man. Yeah, if you feel us, hit us up. But the last topic we was talking about was what's the most fun job you've ever had? And wood, man. You up, man? What's the most fun job you've ever this had? This nigga make every
1: job fun. Hey, yo, I can't. I can't categorize which job was most fun, the most fun. I can give you some fun shit that I did at a job, because I have fun everywhere we go. That's the challenge of rule. No matter yeah, where we this, go, we going to have fun. This is
0: coming from the dudes who so, have fun in prison. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So I used to work at this junk called Metroline Plastics. And what they do is they make the plastic containers for Sawyers. Okay. seasoning. So all they make is the plastic containers. They don't have nothing to do with the seasonings, they just make plastic containers. I got this job from my homeboy Tweet. Oh, oh, shout out town's on 40, 40. ounce. Let's go. Tweet. Um, new town stand-up. So his mom works there and basically she gets anybody who wants a job there. You want a job? Come on. She gets your job. Easy. You fill out the application next day you're at work. There's no questions asked, no background or nothing. Come on. But you're only making like four seventy-five an hour. Mm. So, <clears throat> so you ain't really making no money. However, you do have a job. Now, the job is from 3 to 11.
0: 3 a.m. to 11 a.m.?
1: No, 3 p.m. to 11, 11 p.m. P. Okay. So you're working 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. So you really don't. You can party afterwards and still have a hangover, crash, get some rest, show up to work and you're straight the next day. Ain't no sleep. So every day, me and my homie Chad, we pull up. And the only reason we did is just to get a couple of dollars in our pocket. You know, It's Monday through Friday. You don't work Saturdays, you don't work Sundays. The supervisor that she introduces us to and the guy who is the lead supervisor, she's second in command, his mom is second in command. Bob is the supervisor. Bob built his car that he drives to work every day from the junkyard. He brought a car from the junkyard, then went back to the junkyard and brought parts and put it together. Older white dude. Hilarious. The job was so fun because the people there understood what it was. It's not a career. It's a job, real quick. You work here maybe about three six months and three to six months and then you out. Man, when you have people that don't care, it may get a whole lot more fun. Cause they don't care if they cuss the boss out and they cuss Bob eyes out like five times a night. Bob, get your dumb ass over here and fix this machine. <laughs> and he walk over. Oh man, what's so so what's wrong with the machine? Yo, dumbass in here that this motherfucker ain't working, man, this motherfucker's not working, and if I don't get paid, and the whole time they get paid because it's per hour, so they're not getting paid per co- container that comes off. They get paid per hour. Man, this bullshit. I- and then you get people who just break the machine on purpose. That's what I'm trying to do. So for eight, they know they broke the machine. They know they just took a whole container and threw that bitch back into the machine that w- the machine has already made the container and spit it out. They throw the bitch back into the all- Just the to break place. it. Just to break the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what he do. So it's like, yo, the fun shit was Tweety's mother worked there. His aunt worked there. His aunt It's Poop. Her okay. It's Poop. No matter what her real name was, you called her Poop. I don't care what
0: you called her Poop. I got a aunt with that name.
1: So Poop would... During that, we, we had a lunch that was 30 minutes, and then we had three 10-minute breaks. So during the 10-minute breaks, Pooh would walk from the building to the convenience store and go buy two missiles. If you don't know what a missile is, it's the Coke 45 with the Red Bull on it. It was more potent than the Blue Bull. It was a Red Bull. So she'd go buy the red, the missile, Coke 45, she buy two. That tonight we're gonna get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she would drink one on the way back, so she bucking a twenty-two on the way back with one still in the cut. Yeesh. During a ten-minute break, so she walked there It take about three minutes to walk there. She buck a, a a missile, and then come back and work. Then on our breaks, her next break, she ten minutes. She walk outside and buck the second one. Third break, she walked back to the store and get two more. One to buck on the way back and one to take home.
0: That's crazy.
1: And this is what she would do every fucking day. So she got two or she Uh got how many? She she got two the first time. Uh Take her second break and buck that second one. She bucked the first one on the way back to the job. Then buck the second one on her second 10 minute break. Her third ten-minute break, she walked back to the store. So why are you money. at
0: work? You bought four forty. <laughs> you bought four twenty-two. <laughs> four twenty-two. Yo, <laughs> she,
1: she drank two on there and one that's on the way. Crazy. <laughs> she drank all four of them jokes before she got home. Can you
0: imagine?
1: <laughs> She's drinking <laughs> <probably. laughs> all day. So, <laughs> so, so that now that's and because her sister is. Second in charge, ain't no problem. But is she still doing her job? What's the problem with it? Then there was me and Chad, and we were young at the time, so we figured if she can get fucked up at work, so like we. Mm-hmm. So we would park right near the door, not the front door, the side door, and Chad would roll up his his special friends <laughs> so we take our 10 minute break and that's what we did right it's like 93.94. 93.94. yeah so he go outside doing his 10 minute break and blow one but he rolled three so every opportunity if I go outside during my break he'd be like yo go to the car and he just flipped the keys I go to the car oh shit look what's sitting in that straight Bing, bong, let's go here. So I, we was getting fucked up, they was getting fucked up. And then I realized that everybody in here was getting fucked up for that 10-minute breaks. Like cool. They would take seven out of their 10 minutes to go get fucked up. That's wild. And the whole time, the plastics were being made perfectly. Like The machines made the plastics. All you really had to do was take them out and put them in a box. That was the whole job. They did nothing. Take them out, put them in a box. Take them off the line yeah. and put them in a box. And you work by yourself. So it's only you there. It's not like people are depending on you to hurry up and get it. Nah, it's a whole warehouse full of these same damn bottles.
0: So y'all basically Colonel Sanders on the job. Y'all, I'm too drunk to taste this shit. <laughs> too drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody. But when I realized that it was everybody but Bob, I was just That's like, wild. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? This shit is so." So at some point, we decided, you know what? we just going to all take our 10s at the same time.
0: Y'all could do that?
1: The whole thing so It's hear a how block you, party. You hear how you just said, y'all could do that? Right. That's exactly how it sounded when somebody said, hey, what time are you taking your 10? Uh, about 7.30. Yeah, I'm taking mine at 7.30. What time you taking your 10? 7 o'clock. You should take it at 7.30. Let me like, do that?
0: They had Project X party on the 10th birthday. So we just went in the parking lot and had a whole fucking big ass let's get fucked up party, and
1: then walk back in like nothing happened. And Bob is standing at the door; he has watched us, and it's like seven people in a circle passing around beer and weed. (laughs) It's a big ass circle. It's like you got your own beer, but you pass the joint over and over again. It's a big ass circle for ten straight minutes, and he's standing at the door watching it. And he walks in, and he looks in everybody's eyes. He was like, uh, you okay? He's like, yeah, I was just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. You look like you good. Next person walk in, he's like, yo, you okay? He's like, yeah, man. Some of that dust got in my eyes. <laughs> like, okay, you good. And everybody had a different wow. excuse, And we did this shit every day for a whole summer. <laughs> like, yo. That- <laughs> and what's that place called? North <laughs> uh, Carolina,
0: uh, of Carolina, Oh, I thought was Oh, so that's, a so that's his most fun job. Met your, met your that's one of the joints. That's, have that's so dope, much. man. That's what's up. What's, up? what's, the, last, what's up? the last time. All right, so my last topic that, that's on me is going to be it's a segment. It's going to be called Remember When. And mm. being that I'm the history buff, I'm going to give y'all last day of Black History Day. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, Black yeah. History Month, I'm going to give y'all things that happened on this day. Mm-hmm. Or on this time, around this time period. And y'all going to give me just a short answer of like what y'all think of the situation. right? Okay. So there is a total of, I think, three things. Okay. Three, four things. Four things total. The first one, on this day, on February 28th, I think it was like maybe three or four years ago, James Harden was playing for the Rockets. And he had that viral moment where he crossed the nigga. He fell down. He looked at him. And then shot a three, and the whole building went insane. Right, like at a time like that's the most disrespectful thing in sports you could do. Like it's one thing to break somebody down; it's another thing to look at them while the play is still in motion. We've seen before. Like yeah, but my thing is, what what comes to your mind when somebody does something like that? What comes to my mind? Yeah. What do you think about it? I
1: came from I came up from a bunch of street ball. Right. That, that should happen every day.
0: Yeah, but this is where they get paid. Yeah.
1: Maybe. <laughs> to see it to see it on a professional level. What'd you think? What what I was thinking was,
0: oh, oh shit.
1: <laughs> and he made it. <laughs> Pull <Pour> him. Pull <pour laughs> him. Pull <pour laughs> him. I put it in shit. Hey Dummy, get up. Hey, hey dummy. Get, up. Get, up. get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. You gotta get back on defense. Hey you know you ain't gonna be And people, that's the right? thing. It's like do <laughs> you <laughs> even remember who he did it to? No. That's the thing.
2: Yeah. To me, think? I thought about all the other disrespectful moments, the Allen Iverson step
0: over mother. At least you knew step, that was Tyronn
2: <laughs> The 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 Sean Kemp dunking on Ooh. the window and pointing to before a time what they call a text for Straight that shit. Up. Like that shit, it, it lived in my mind as it's, it's one of those moments. Yeah, it's one of those moments. Same.
1: That. Yeah. <laughs> That's this dude. That,
0: the Rockets were my team at the time. Okay. And at the time, you know how like I'm one of those people where I'm the hardest critic on my own team. When I saw him do that, I was like, motherfucker, we made it. That was like the time <laughs> where I was just like, yo. I know that tomorrow I'm going to go ask everybody I know who likes basketball this. I'll be like, yo, this did you this see this dude, dude break him down like a baby? Look at him in the eyes and say, Cash. With that, with that fucking beard, look down. So the whole beard and face looked down at him. And then he looked down, As a matter of fact, after, after he did that, I booked me and my wife tickets to see the Rockets versus the Wizards. And we took a trip to DC. That's how gangsta no, no, is. No. Let me ask you this if he had missed that
2: shot, it well, wouldn't have been the same. Would have, no, would it have been disrespectful on him. Like, what he had been?
0: Yeah, a he would have been. Like, he would have been talked about, right? Because of the, the like, so, it would have been like, you can't celebrate basket. You gotta finish okay. it up. You gotta
1: finish okay. it. Up.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's one. All right. So number two, around this time, it was the last day of January, so it wasn't on this day. The movie Black Panther aired, right? A couple years ago, 2018, I think it was. That was good. So, what did you guys think about? not only the premise of that movie, but Ryan Coogler directing that. That was like one of his, he was a young director and one of his first, that's his biggest moment of directing Black Panther, a superhero movie starring all Black cast, you know. So can I go? So First
2: of all, Ryan Coogler, like he was stepping it up, like he had this stepping stone Mm -hmm. up into the point took a $10 million movie or $5 million movie and made $15 million. Right. It took a $15 million and made $30 million. Exactly. And he got a budget from Marvel and blew that shit out of the water. Mm-hmm. And the thing that resonated with me was motherfuckers was going to the movies dressed in a garb and shit. And they like, made a whole big thing of it. I And so I, I, I felt like the movie was not going to live up to the it was It was the Popeye's ticket sandwich. Right.
1: Like, it couldn't live mm-hmm. up to the height. Yeah. That Popeye's sandwich No, no, that's
2: what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, OK. Like, I felt like it was not going to look for when yes, I saw man. the movie in totality, in totality, the movie was great. Mm-hmm. The movie was great. The basis was great. The way they did it was great. The message was great. The character was great. Like, it's nothing bad I can say at all about Black Panther. Like, I loved it entirely. And this, was, this and I mean, it's not crazy, because I love a couple Marvel movies entirely, But just... The aura behind that movie—it mm-hmm. had a bigger expectation than than Captain America. Like it had a bigger thing than that, cause it was black. And it was our first. It was our shit, mm-hmm. and it lived up to the hype. And big up to mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler for it. Big up to Rest in Peace, Wood, Chad Wood. Bowie, Like he bited that shit. Like he didn't mm-hmm. bited everything he done. Like to me, that like, that's a ten of a ten. Like that's five mics. That movie lived up to everything, and I'm so glad that it came during my era to see that shit
0: straight like that would. What you yeah. think about when you think of Black Panther? When I think about
1: Black Panther, it's almost a discussion that we have. That and and the and the point that I try to make: there is no culture without a black culture. There's no mm. American culture without a black culture. That's a Marvel movie. Facts. <laughs> That's a Marvel movie. Had all the Marvel movies before that, like the Spider Man, Thor's, the all the Marvel movies before that had been great. Let's be honest; those movies are great. And man, they were beasts. Now we're gonna do Black Panther. This was an opportunity for them, for those who are Marvel fans, to say. Man. And that was the good, that was gonna be the Daredevil. That was
0: mm. that was gonna be the Green Lantern The one that wasn't as good.
1: Yeah, that was gonna be the, the, the slip-up. Like we all see the Superman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, but Green Green Lantern is in that. But if you watch the Green Lantern movie, that jump is trash. Mm-hmm. Big trash. Daredevil, trash, big trash. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you got it. Iron Man. One, two, and one and two. Bang it. it. You have Captain America, one and two. Banging. banging Spider-Man. banging. Then you have Civil War. And they introduce banging. a little character. Mm-hmm. A little Black Panther character. <laughs> <comes in. laughs> yep. And there's Black Panther. And here's your opportunity to slip. To be like, oh, there's the drop-off right there. We can just write him off. Well, he, he does not have to be in the next movie. And then that joint comes out. And I see our people come out and support it. And then I see Marvel fans come out and support it because it's a Marvel movie. And that shot is banging. It's, it's like, yo, there's no drop-off. There's no, ooh, the graphics could have been better. There's no, ooh, the actors could have been better. There's no, understand that we are part of this culture just as much as everybody else. So when I saw it, when I, when I heard about it, and then when I saw it, my expectations were, ooh, they just set us up to be the, true mm, move. Oh, well, okay, we'll move on. And instead, what we did was what we do. Knock that shit out of the park. Easy
2: money. Easy money. And the time, again, that they gave us the ball in a knife in it two strikes. And be like, let's, let's see what they're going to
1: do. Motherfuckers, knock that shit out of the park. So, when I saw that, that's what I thought. Yo, watch us do it again. Watch us do us. Give us, give us, put us on that level playing field and we can meet those same exact moves. Give us a level playing field with that same budget that you gave Thor, the same budget you gave Spider Man, the same Mm. budget that you gave Iron Man, and watch what we do. You can do the the exact same thing. thing So,
0: next one. Well, uh, let me give my my opinion on that. Okay. So so in terms of Black Panther, when I think about it, I think about that movie and I think about Ryan Coogler, Um, just like D Berry said, like I feel like it he understood the assignment. right? Like I felt like that movie, a lot of people, the critics was like, Well, Wakanda's not real. But if I'm a history buff who thinks about the symbolism of of such an art, and I think that that movie perhaps Wakanda isn't real, but the mindset is real, right? It showed us, they say representation is everything. And I feel like it showed us that, yeah, there's not a place where we make this technology that's superior to the rest of the world, but the mindset that we can see that our people, we come from a bloodline that can do anything and everything at an amazing and at a superior level, <clears throat> that I feel like that's like watching Obama become president, right? Like we've seen it we've seen it happen and now we know that our representation means everything so wakanda may not be real as a physical place but in the mindset it is real because we can do whatever we were born to do at the highest level and i feel yeah. like that did it for me real
2: talk art represents life mm-hmm. art imitates life all the time mm-hmm. and if you look at some of these things that black people have done some of these utopias that black people have built, that white people have come and tried to take over mm-hmm. or taken over. From hip hop to jazz to rock and roll to Brooklyn to fucking Harlem. Like shit that was on the shoulders of black people to soul food to fucking chitlins or goddamn <laughs> like just just some Marry bullshit. Yeah, and that was some bullshit <laughs> that we was given that we made extraordinary. We made Wakanda that white people was like,
1: oh shit.
0: This <laughs> one's good. <laughs> yeah. I want to visit Wakanda. on this one wow. time for your mind, Why? forever Why? for the culture, forever for the straight culture. up. Say it again. And that's it, right there. All right, I got two more okay. on Look. the segment. So, I mentioned earlier on an earlier episode, and I had to bring it back because it's Black History Month. It's a woman named Hattie McDaniel who won an Oscar in 1940. On this day, on February 28th, she won an Oscar for her Best Supporting Actress in. Gone with the wind. That was in 1940 that she won that award. Racism was so prevalent then that she was not allowed to go to the premiere to watch her own movie that she won an Academy Award for. So, how do you feel knowing that 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 happened today in 1940 about how far we've come?
2: I feel like, like Jay Z and a couple other fucker, Grant. We do not need your acceptance to show that what we Creech. did is of value. Dutch. What you put value on for us is not what the fuck we put value on. Mm-hmm. Black Panther might not would have ever won a Grammy or Ch- what mm-hmm. might not ever won a Grammy, mm-hmm. but that shit does not take away from the impact and don't take away from what everybody fucked about. You can't take a group of white people Colonizers, shout out <laughs> to Wakanda, you, and and let them write what we did as being great or not great. Fuck y'all. What we do is great, and it's evident not by the awards you give us, but by everyday living. Look at TikTok. Look at Instagram. Mm-hmm. Look at when you walk out your fucking door. Go to a gas station and see what the white boys playing in the car beside you. Right. It's not Kenny Rogers. Right. It's not Aerosmith. This is playing some hip hop.
1: Straight up. What? Real quick. I swear to y'all, I went to Vegas recently. I was sitting in a, in a restaurant called Sons Up, Buns Up. I ordered my food. And the music playing, we all been in restaurants. We all know there's music playing in the background. The music playing in the background was by a war tour. I'm war Tribe Called Quest. Mm. So, that when I was ordering my food, that's what it was. my wife was like, wow, they're playing Tribe Called Quest. So, as we ordered, we like bobbing a little bit. The next song they played was Cash Money, taking over from the 99 to the 2000. We're waiting on our food. The next song was uh, Petey Pablo. That's what I was like, dang, Petey Pablo, they jamming in this joint. I'm in Vegas. I'm not in Richmond. I'm not in the hood. I'm not in some place where it's all Blacks all the time. I'm in Las Vegas in a high, in a very upscale hotel with a casino and nightclub and a amazing. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, OK, that's cool. They got a, got a little vibe. They once got it on the hip hop channel. Somebody in the back put it on the hip hop channel. Scenario came on next. It came <clears> a nice scenario.
0: <laughs> Second time we mentioned that. So,
1: I was like, oh shit. Nice scenario. Mm, that's crazy. Get at me, dog. Came on. I So I'm eating, man. Now we're sitting down eating. And after that goes off, uh, Pony comes on.
0: Damn, man. We're moving it. Yeah. We're moving
1: it. And I'm looking around, and maybe two people in this. A... Eggs, to eggs, <laughs> bacon. Grab your girl when I come on. <laughs> it's eggs and bacon. You eating eggs and bacon? It's it's literally it's ten o'clock in the morning. That's the song that's playing while you're eating your eggs and bacon and and grits and whatever whatever you eat for breakfast. That's what's playing. And then the next song comes on, and it's new edition. And I'm looking around like, at this point, it's all we're the only Black people there. Mm-hmm. The people sitting next to us are white. The people on this side are white. And as I look around, everybody else is white. And they're vibing to it. And I'm like, yo, where am I? Am I in the Matrix right now? Am I the DJ?
0: I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> I, think you said, I think you said enough for all of us by saying that both of y'all's answers, when you think of Hattie McDaniel winning that in 1940 and not getting to go see her own art, in today's time, we have not only put our pulse on the culture, but we've moved the culture. The
2: culture right? is, is us. This isn't the
0: thing. That's makes, not you, You're going to be mad, and
2: some people are going to be mad, but unfortunately, to some people, Black culture is the thermostat. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we,
0: we're not the thermometer. Right. Well, I we mean, set the temperature. Now I think that goes back to what we set the thing. What what Wood was saying last episode, he said that don't address us as African American. We are American. Like black mm-hmm. culture is American culture, and I think that's the part that I really got from what you were saying. And the part that people miss a lot of times is that we're not just some entity that was brought here that helps the culture. We are the culture. We move the culture in this country. And I think that that's something that's at some point, staple.
2: We're going to have to be on our floor of Mayweather shit. Like At some point Undefeated. like we see it. We know what it is. They know what it is. They they. If you look at social media, if you look at TV programming,
1: if you look at cable, if you look at what's running shit, oh, it looks like that. But the problem is in TV, in daytime TV or regular ABC, NBC, CBS, it's not us. They they will continue to put people that don't look like us on TV no. from 6 to <clears throat> 11. It's,
2: it's not a lot of popular things. It's not a lot of things that go on entertainment-wise that doesn't have a hint of African American, Black, mm-hmm. there the problem go. lies is when you look at CEOs, when you look at owners, NFL teams, basketball teams, Tesla, Amazon, those faces are white. We are moving the culture, but the people that stand at the head, like the people that's at the top looking down, it's still the same. Yeah,
0: yeah, true. but at the same, it's same time, Elon Musk, but I- it's still. Oh, and I can't wait to touch that. That's also my buzzier.
1: But that's the thing. That's why when I say what I said, you know, that's you said something just now. You said African American. Stop. It's not African American. Well, you know, I'm black. I say that all the time. Just say it's. But this don't say don't say African American. Just say American culture. mm. When you look at American culture. Because it is, he, black, it culture. is black culture, and that's
2: that's <laughs> so what it I was, is, saying. Black exactly what culture, I was right. saying. Black people are the engine of absolutely the vehicle. Right. absolutely. But absolutely. the white no. American, American
0: is the emblem. But on what the he's loop. saying is stop separating us. And the reason was because if you go to like he he mentioned this before. If you go to Jamaica, they don't say white Jamaicans, black Jamaicans. They say the Jamaicans, Jamaican. and it's because even though there are white Jamaicans there that are minority, but it's because. They're, they're the culture, if right? And American, I, it's the same American. with America. We we move American culture. We it. are Americans, So we can take it over it. by not saying. 100%. Welcome back to Conscious and Breathe. We're in Conscious and Breathe. All right, man. We back. And so the last part of this segment that I call Remember When is during this time or on this day, which happened. Y'all gave me... Um, the Hardin crossover, the Black Panther, the Hattie McDaniel winning the Academy Award, and the last one is going to be 10 years ago, not on this day, but at this time, I think it was February 16th, it's 10-year anniversary of Trayvon Martin being killed by George Zimmer.
1: Awesome. And it's what amazing. I want to know
0: from you guys is what do you think about how that has impacted our lives as Black Americans, and what, where that has gone in civil rights and the movement today?
2: Nowhere, but what I think it has done is, is bring this big brother mentality of cameras everywhere, social media it, It's brought a lot of things to life. It doesn't mean it has stopped. We just seen uh, Potter, Karen Potter, I think her name was. Kim Porter. Kim Porter, Kim Porter, mm-hmm. just get two years for killing a man on camera. And she said, Oh, I think I pulled the wrong eye. or oh, no I think I was reaching for the taser, but I, I pulled the guy. And granted, yeah, it's a mistake or whatever, but that don't make the mistake no better for his family or whatever. Like the troll on thing is just it Rodney King the situation. It Rodney King did two thousand. Like it, it brung awareness even more so but it ain't stopped shit.
1: I'm glad that you said that. Soon as you said that name, I put my hood up. Mm. Soon as you said that name, I put my hoodie on. Straight up, and we all wearing hoodies right now. Soon as you said that name, I put my hood Straight on. Straight like that. Because to me, what it did was it showed that the shit we've been talking about, the shit that Kaepernick talked about, the shit that rappers have been talking about, the shit that everyday people have been talking about, saying. Hey, something is wrong was true. And we didn't see it until a 16-year-old got killed. Walking in his own neighborhood from the from the corner store, so to speak, with some Skittles in an the Arizona uh, sweet tip. And to watch everybody galvanize around it. To me, what it did was it showed that, hey, look, if you have a kid a child that is of a certain age, they might not be safe no matter where they go. I had to put my hood up for that. I had to put my hoodie up and put my hoodie on because a hoodie doesn't make you a thug. Walking in a neighborhood doesn't make you a thug. And the biggest part of that to me, just me personally, was the gentleman, Mrs. Zuckerberg? Miss, I'm sorry, Mr. Zimmerman. Um, he called 911, and if you listen to the tape, the 911 operator told him, "Calm down." Mr. So, how follow Stop following him. Let the police handle their business. Now, as much as much respect as. America, the entire country gives to police despite our problems with them. There's a certain level of respect you give to them. Why aren't you giving that same respect to the person you call? Cause when you call, you don't call directly to police officers. You've never picked up down 9 one and talked to officer Owens or officer Simmons or officer. No, you pick up nine one one, you talk to a certain person that's not a police officer, usually. I mean, unless you live in Mayberry, <laughs> unless you live in Mayberry. <laughs> yeah. So, when that person gives you a direct order, the same way Caucasians say, "You should follow the order of the police." When the police tell you give the give them your ID, give them your ID, you should follow those direct orders. We watched as he did not follow the direct orders coming from a nine one one operator. Coming from a communications officer, we watched as he directly did the exact opposite. And mind you, he had no authority whatsoever. He's not a cop.
2: He had his agenda in mind already. He He had his agenda. He knew what he wanted to do. He just wanted to put it on, put it, put it in the air. Hey, I called the police. He already knew what he was going to do and what what he was planning on doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But the problem is. If you call the police, you gotta do what the police say, right? Shouldn't you do what they say? You called them for a if, reason. Yeah, if you
2: called them for a reason, you should listen to their uh, what they what
1: they're telling you to do, or you know what you should do. They so, how push. do you expect people of color to follow the orders of law enforcement, and then they see someone not of color? to directly disobey those orders and treat him any different from the black person. Black person, you should obey, you should follow, you should do exactly what they said. But here's this gentleman, and he did exactly opposite of what he said. So shouldn't y'all treat him exactly like y'all would treat, should you think of him exactly as you treat, as you think of us? So, what what bruised to me, and what I've always taken from this is there is a clear double double standard. Clear. Let's so level of that double standard.
0: Let's go. All right, um, bringing this one home it's a big one for me. Um, I'm glad that you brought up the fact that it resembled the Rodney King thing, right? Because in my generation bridge the gap this is my rodney king right the la riots was what 92 something like that so so i think that I, I was only five years old for that i can't really recant or recall how that impacted my life right but this was it for me right the fact that it went so viral in the in the age of social media right and we talked about it before and i think one of my things that i really wanted to talk about was you was like well, they glorified him after that his life was probably better after this incident. And I told you, that's not even close. I'm going to go through what George Zimmerman's life has been like after this. Before you go.
1: Uh-huh. LA many for 92? Good job.
0: Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah, was it, was like you I know, I'm, I'm a history buff. <laughs> so this man's life has been absolute hell after this. And I'm going to tell you why right after he's had numerous incidents with not only the law, but just trouble in general. He's been back and forth in the courts. Like you said, yeah, he may have raised the GoFundMe and and filed for, to pay for his, I think you said his legal fees for the case, Mm -hmm. but he had so much legal fees to cover after that (laughs) because he was in the courts for years. First of all, he went back to court where he tried to sue members of the media. This is NBC at that oh. um, over defamation for Twitter. They threw that out. He tried to sell the gun that he mm-hmm. used to kill Trayvon Martin with to an anonymous buyer. the The rumor was it was for two hundred fifty thousand for sixteen. The actual what actually happened is that most of the postings was a hoax. And nobody actually paid for the gun. And it actually was sold by a company called UnitedGunGroup.com. And he didn't get in an auction, and he didn't get that money. Now, to go back, he actually went back to court to try to um, to try to sue the parents. One time, he tried to sue Trayvon's parents for defamation. Florida court threw it out. So that was another one. He tried to sue a senator in 2020, which was two years ago, Elizabeth Warren. They threw that out for $250 million. This is not even to go back into all the altercations and arrests that he got <laughs> in after that. So I'm going to go into that now. In the months following the acquittal, just after he got pulled over for speeding multiple times, he was fined $265 for one of those in Lake Mary, Florida. He had a road rage incident where the guy said that Zimmerman threatened to kill him and he went to court for that. In 2016, a man almost killed him and shot into his truck and shot his truck to a total loss and was sentenced to 20 years in prison for nearly killing Zimmerman in in another incident. So they got more time for shooting his truck than Zimmerman got for shooting They did. But the thing is, if you think about the mental health that he's in right now, he went through all those years of of trial and all that all that defamation that he claimed it was worth two hundred fifty million dollars in one lawsuit. Yet he almost got killed off of regular running. That usually you might at most get in a fistfight with. He almost died because the dude shot up his entire vehicle with him in it. Think about that. Like that's the life you live now after this one incident.
2: No, that's not the life we live. That was him. That's the life he lived. Shows. Like that, it shows the character of him. It mm-hmm. shows what he was about. Like when people have a lot of bad shit happen to them, like oh, it's me. Look at everything that happened. Mm-hmm. It's not everything that happened around you, motherfucker. Right. It's you. It's because of your choices. It's right? you. it's but that's what, what I'm saying is
0: this is the stuff that people didn't know. This is his life after yeah. Trayvon. <coughs> right after that, again, 2013, his wife that he had this whole entire time to file <coughs> for divorce. Oh, yeah. She also called 911 on him for allegedly punching her father in the face and he was arrested that day. This is like the fourth or fifth or sixth time he's been arrested since Trayvon Martin, right? And that's what I'm saying, like, really dive into the details, right? Like, his life after this one incident, yeah, we didn't get the justice we got for that incident, but if you look at how this incident, one incident changed his life, (coughs) it's been hell since. And now, I feel like, if anything, you may not have known what a black life really costs, but now you know what it's like to be treated to people. I think. That's what I feel like. Now you're being treated like you've treated black people. But he would have got that anyway. It just goes to show the content of his character right? that he was a fucked up individual. But now it's like you're looked at through a separate scope, and you're looked at through now through prejudged eyes. Like a black man, not. He's,
2: You he's, see what I'm saying. He's spotlighted now because if you had the information before the Trayvon my right. probably reached the same.
0: My thing is, when people see him, they have a biased point of view. What does that remind you of? A black man in the street. Yes or no? True. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It's like his life has forever changed just off of this incident, and like you said, deservingly so. Yeah. But I feel okay. like that—that's karma right there. That is. That is God's judgment among us, if anything. That's all that to say. That's that's how I feel about the Trayvon Martin thing. Now, time to win the game.
2: With that being said, Mm -hmm. let's give these goddamn buzzer beaters (laughs) the proper dude they are
0: respecting. Time to win the game. game, Put put me in, coach.
2: we, (laughs) We get a lot of comments. But some of our most favorable comments are on our buzzer beaters. That's rightfully so. It's, it's like you said. We, we wrap up the game. We win the game with the buzzer beaters.
0: Put me in, coach. So
2: let's go.
0: Let's go.
1: <laughs> who who first? Who going first? Can I go
0: first. Man? Get him.
1: bud. W. Early, early, early. I don't need to win a game. I won a game already, man. It's
0: over. Man. <laughs> it's over. Get him. We oh, thirty. <laughs> get, get him. Get him. On. Oh,
1: you come out of the game, you get the rest of you, you even be with shit. Turn it off. That's Um, Nah, realistically, uh, if I can say one thing to young people, I would like to say what they didn't say to us as young people. And you had way more opportunities than we had. Facts. Mm. we pushed the doors open like the forefathers before us pushed the doors open. Mm-hmm. And every time a door gets pushed open, it's like, and we've all seen this. It's like, when you push the door open to the club, 50 people run in. And then the next door gets pushed open and 75 people get pushed in. You, you have more opportunities. You have more opportunities to be entrepreneurs. You have more opportunities to be content creators. You have more opportunities to be on television. You have more opportunities to be in movies. And I, I though I have not, and I immediately on this show said, I've never watched a Medea movie. But I respect how Perk. He pushed the door open. Over I'm not a fan of certain West Coast rappers, but they push the door open. We push so many doors open, and I, I can't wait to see the doors that my daughter and my grandson and his son or daughter push open because as many doors as y'all push open, that just makes us all better. And that's not just black. That's black, white, Hispanic, Asian. That's America. Brother, we're American. We here, we're not going nowhere This not shit. I told y'all that before. Keep pushing doors open.
2: Right? I like it. You got You don't have to know the life of the person to hold the door open. You walk through that motherfucker and you take advantage. Big time. True. All
0: right. All right.
2: Young boy coming from my head. So, <laughs> hey, hey we love
0: these bubble beaters he said yeah. he got me so yeah I want the ball I want the ball at the end of the game coach hey, yeah <laughs> give me the ball coach. I'm
2: gonna throw I'm gonna pass to you so I'm gonna pivot to you so I'm a, I'll go next <laughs> pressure gonna be on you yeah. pressure on
1: give did. me the
2: ball coach you yeah. <laughs> not scared this is what it is all right so as we move around day to day it's evident the inflation is everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: know what I'm saying? Grocery prices, gas prices, mortgage, rent, they're risen exponentially. With everything around us having risen or grown as people, we should have grown.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not waistline or highly, but our mentality should have grown. Our accounts, should have grown mm-hmm. our relationship with our wives and kids. Should have grown our faith. Should have grown our pe- our expectations of ourselves and the people we move with. Should have grown. Isn't saying that people say right now that yesterday's prices are not today's prices.
1: Yesterday's right.
2: price is not today's price. Yesterday's out, you. Should not be the day's you. True. Mm. We should continuously grow. And I like to say that. Where there's absence of growth. There's the presence of death.
0: Mm. Mm. Say that again.
2: Where there's absence of growth. There's a presence of death. Mm. You should continue to grow. You should not be the same motherfucker you was at 21. Mm. You was robbed and bothered about bother at 21 for your pride and for your culture, but at 41 you should be rowdy and bothered about bother it for your family mm. for the existence of your kids. Mm. Continue to grow. Everything around you should not grow and you stay stagnant. You continue to grow. Like I said, where there's absence of growth, there's the presence of death. Mm, I and like that. keep growing.
0: Yo, this is why I mess with Dutch so hard, yo. Because <laughs> yeah. one, he did put the pressure on me. He yeah. gave me a ball and said, yo, win yeah. to lose. Secondly, my buzzer beater is a piggyback off of him. He's okay. saying you got to grow. Mine is about education and why, can continue, why it's important to continue to educate yourself, which is growth, right? So- my quote is going to be, in order to reach the top shelf, you've got to stand on your experience. I'm going to say that again. In order to reach the top shelf, you've got to stand on your experience. And this is what that means. You can't apply anything that you've learned from a book unless you have read it, right? You can't apply anything of a lesson that you learned unless you apply the experience that came with the lesson. So with that being said, in order to reach our greatest heights, we have to learn from our experiences. And I'm going to elaborate on that. So education is so important because in order to do anything better with education, we have to learn from what it is the material is. And this life that we have is instant gratification, especially as younger people. You have to be able to learn from your experience And you can learn from other people's experience. In another episode, Wood said, we stand on the shoulders of giants. But the importance of that is the reason why it's an advantage to stand on the shoulders of giants is because you don't have to take every step they took. Like he said, the reason why we don't have to start at the bottom is because we're at the top. We're on the shoulders of giants. So in order to advance, you don't have to take their step because you don't have the gate they have. Right, when they take a step, it's 20,000 of your steps because they're giants. That's what that means. So learn from other people's experience and learn from your experiences. And now I'm gonna break it full circle, right? Because in today's world, a lot of a lot of the older people talk about this young generation of, oh, y'all's internet has ruined us. Now we got internet like this, that, that the third. But at the same time, we do know some of the positives that come from internet, right? We get to see mm-hmm. all these people's different experience. We get to see positive that comes with the negative. We and now and check some we get the fact check stuff. And now I'm going to go on the current topic, which is Russia, Ukraine. Right. Ooh. And all this not all this craziness that we see with Russia invading Ukraine. We see that there's fact that there's people in Russia who do not support the war. Lots. You can see that. In the past, we wouldn't be able to see that so quickly, right? We would have a different concept of that, right? Think about the young people who are helping that initiative now. There's a man called Elon Musk that you brought up earlier. Elon Musk is so freaking rich that he has satellites that he has been using to support Ukraine where Russia cut off their internet, and he has solely provided them the resources to have that, right? Right? There's a young three young brothers who came up with a company called Airbnb. They have supported over 150,000 refugees in Ukraine by the properties that they own through this company. Get it. They were born in 81 to 83, which makes them Gen Xers and millennials. Elon Musk was born in 71. He's a Gen Xer. Separately, they have done great things together. They have done amazing things because what good is the internet if you don't have anywhere to stay (laughs) as a refugee, right? But together, now they gave them places to stay and they've provided them resources to stay connected. So Gen Xers and millennials are great, but when you put them together, they change the world. Amazing. They also change the world in the sense of having a dope-ass audio platform called Bridging the Gap Podcast, made by two Generation Xers and a millennium. Bridging the Gap Conscious and Breathing, let's go. Let's go (laughs) then! I'm going to for